Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CSR. We talk about board games and board game related topics. Tonight we'll be covering the news, what we've been playing, and for our main topic of the evening, we are going to be talking about two-player games. Yes, only two players allowed in these ones. Yeah, we're, there's lots of games that play well at two players, but these ones are specifically designed to only be played by two players. Yeah. Two people. Yeah, we probably will never ever do the only one player games because neither of us are solo gamers. I never play one player games. I played one. We may do something on our podcast because my wife, Miss Board on the Air. <laughs> Mrs. Board on the Air. Not Mrs. <laughs> Sorry, Miss. She's not a possession. Ms. Ms. Board Come on, the Air. get into the 20th century here. It is the 21st century. She actually. does do solo gaming. Yeah. And I think uh, that could be an interesting yep, topic. We might do a family special on, yes, on our podcast. Board on the Air, family edition. <laughs> Trademark. You get pending. to listen to all of us argue. Yes. Okay, let's start with what you've been playing, Shay. Yeah. What? Have you been playing? Well, I'll be honest. I played a lot of two-player games this did past you? week. Yeah, because <laughs> um, we did actual research for this this show. Uh, would you like me to talk about some of them? Or? No, we can't talk about any of those. Okay, well, let's talk about the one we played today. Okay. Uh, Pioneer Days, Pioneer right, is what Days. it's called. Uh, I got shoved into this game because I got back from work and they're like, we're playing a game. Come on over. It's Wednesday. Play a game before we go to record night. Yeah. But like I come back from work and I just get shoved into a board game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Pioneer Days. Um, Did you want to explore those feelings before we talk about Pioneer Days? No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. Okay. Yeah. I I offered. Yeah. Right. As for me and my therapist only. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Pioneer Days. Yes. Um, I don't actually know how to describe this game really as like a, a mechanic. It's, a, I guess, a dice roll, dice placement dice, game. Dice drafting. Dice drafting. Yeah. So you, it, it's pretty simple. Um, it, it, it really was. It really was. Like you go around, uh, you, the first player, which switches each turn, yep. uh, rolls five dice. Yep. And then, and I guess it's five for four people. Well, but it's it would the, be, it's quantity the of com- people plus one. Plus one. Plus one. Yeah. So you roll the dice, and then you go around, again, starting with the first player. You pick the dice, depending on what is the face of the dice, is the action that you can take. Um, So there's five different faces. There's a joker, which is a wild, and then there's mining, uh, which allows you to take gold. There is the equip, which allows you to take equipment. Um, There is the cows, which lets you take a cattle. Oh, no, there's six. Because then there's... Um, there's six sides on a dice, sides too. Six sides to a dice, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then there's the one that... There's wood, which lets you take a thing of wood. Yeah. And also medicine, which lets you take some medicine. Did you do the mining one? I said mining. That was okay. the second one. Okay, I, yep. I nope. zoned out there Yeah, I, I figured you weren't listening to me. Uh, <laughs> and then there's also the action that you can take, uh, which is drafting a card, which is a, t- a townsperson. Yes, there's and, six townspeople under the different action spaces. Yeah, so you still need to use those same faces, but instead of taking that action, you take the card instead. Or, same idea, you can you know put the, the dice down. You can take the coins that are on top. It's called taking income. Yep. So again, from one to six, depending on which one you take, you get more or less coins. Yeah, each one has a different value for the coins you take. Yeah, and your goal is just to take the right amount of actions that get you things that give you victory points. Um, also there is a disaster track that moves up 
Uh, that's what that spare dice is for, is the one that's left, the color that it is, moves the disaster track up one uh, for that color, or if it's in the case of it's black, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when you reach the end of that disaster track, bad things happen. Yes. So you're, you're both getting things to give you victory points and also getting things to allow you to survive the disasters. Yeah, so this takes place over four weeks. Yep. Each week is five rounds of mm -hmm. taking dice. And at the end of each week, you do a small scoring phase. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the four weeks, you do a big scoring phase, and you're going to get points for how many cattle you have. Mm -hmm. Or no, no, that's part of the weekly scoring. The weekly is how many cattle you have. Uh, at the end, it's gold. Yep. It's your cards each have a scoring condition. Mm -hmm. uh, what else was there? there uh, was oh, and um, favor. Favor tokens that yep. you can sell at the end of each week to buy... Or you, you sell goods to get favor yeah. tokens Basically, at the end of each week you're with your city Basically, you're visiting the town. Yeah. Yeah, you're visiting the town, and on the town card, there's two of them. Uh, it tells you what you can give up to get favor cards or favor tokens, which will give you victory points. They're just pure victory points. Yeah. Um, and, so, yeah, and there's a, there's a stack of equipment. There's yep. a stack of townsfolks. There's six different sets of 12, and you choose two of those sets of 12, so your game's going to change each time you play it yeah and the city cards as well or the town cards as well there's you take nine but i think there's 18 in the game mm -hmm. uh it was really simple to learn simple yep. to teach uh this is a tasty minstrel game so it's got decent quality components mm -hmm. and the graphic design is very solid yep uh this is one i picked up from ryan from uh bridge city board gamers for i think 20 bucks that's not bad and it was solid. Yeah. No, it was it was pretty simple to play, pretty simple to learn. Um, I would say there's not a lot, there's not very much very special about the look of the game, but you know it's still a good game. Yeah. Uh, and I think all the mechanics worked really well together. Probably my only complaint was the color of the player tokens that are on the score track. It's literally like, do you want to be um, beige? Do you want to be light brown, slightly darker brown, or the darkest brown? Like, make them different colors. Please make them different colors. Yeah, they weren't great. <laughs> or make uh, them different shapes if you're going to do yeah. those types of colors, right? Well, and, the, like, there was nothing nothing to tie you to that color. No. So if you weren't paying attention, you could almost forget what color you were. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, decent game. Solid game. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing that I would say original. No. Or really anything... There's no middle or medium weight or strategy to the game. It's more you're just taking dice and doing action. Yeah, it's definitely a, a lightweight game. Yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't play it with the other side of, of our tableaus, which your player card, basically. Um, yeah, there were some asymmetrical powers. Yeah, we started where we all had the same power, but you can flip those cards over and get different starting resources and a different power. So yeah. uh, we might try that at some point. For sure. Yeah, decent game, uh, give or go, especially if you like a light game. Yeah. Did you play anything other than two-player games? I played a couple other ones. Nice. I played Tekenu mm -hmm. and Mariposas. Oh, right. We played Mariposas. I oh, forgot I... about that. You forget everything. Elizabeth Hargraves. Yes. I will talk about Tekenu. Okay. This is a Daniel Tassini game. Uh, the... <laughs> not not the bad Italian, the other good Italian. But isn't this the same made by this that guy as well? Uh, they co-designed it. Oh, they co-designed it. Okay. So half of the game is really well done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, this is a game we've had for a little while. It's, it's set on our shelf of shame. Uh, I finally was like, I wanted, I do want to play this one because it does look neat. Uh, you have this big obelisk in the middle of the board or on the side of the board that you're spinning around. And once more, you're rolling dice and placing them around this obelisk and taking dice from either the light track, the shaded track, or you can't take them from the dark track unless you spend uh, some scribes. Mm -hmm. uh, this is definitely a medium weight game, medium to heavy. Uh, it's Some people have said it's one of his lighter games. I found it a little bit more... Uh, it, it's not to... Or, Teotihuacan heavy, mm -hmm. but it's not Zolkin light. Okay. Uh, I would say Zolkin is the lightest of his three compared to these two. It's in between those ones, but mm -hmm. it's definitely a heavier mi middleweight game. Uh, six different actions that you can take, plus you can just take the die as resources. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot going on, and there's a lot of... Because it was our first time, we all sort of had the same idea what we wanted to try... So you're only adding dice to sections if they're in the shaded spot of the obelisk. And, and that's the sun going around the obelisk and yeah. you're turning it. Uh, so some action spaces ran out of dice really fast. And, you know, so that you couldn't do that action. And if you weren't part of the people that got into that, you, you really suffered. So I struggled to get any resources. Uh so I didn't do as well as your mom and Jordan. Of course. Uh, they both gronked it a little bit better than I did. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they they laid a solid beating on me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I believe Jordan won again. Uh, but he usually wins, game, wins games the first time and then we learn them and destroy them. Yeah. 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 Uh, very pretty game. Uh, you saw the pieces and stuff. I when did. We had it I set actually up. thought this game was Imhotep for a little bit. I know I had played Imhotep before, but then when we played, uh, spoiler alert, the dual version of it, um, and there's an obelisk in that one, I was like, wait a minute, is this what you guys were playing? I don't remember this being in that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the obelisk was super cool. It's big. Yeah, and you know, there's a bunch of pieces. My one knock on this game is when I opened it up. There were no bags. Mm. And this game needs multiple bags. <laughs> and I think you got one. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, at least we have a box full yeah. of plastic bags. So. At the time, we were moving. And so I didn't have access to any of those. Oh, no. <laughs> so it, it was... Uh, it was frustrating because most games do give you a decent amount of bags. So you can organize it. Yeah, uh, yeah I... I need to play this again because the first time it was more, okay, I need to do this. How do I do that? Yeah. I need to do that. How do I do that? Right? So it was a lot of this give and take as to get to where I wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. uh, but I like the weight of the game. I like the thinking of the game. Uh, all of us sort of decided that we do like uh, Teotihuacan better than this still. Uh, and Zolkin is pretty close to that as well. Mm -hmm. But it is a solid, solid game. I'm not going to get rid of it by any means, but I don't think it's as strong as his other or their yeah. other stuff. Cool. Okay. Mariposas. Mariposas. I think we've talked about this once on the show. You played it before I did. Yes. Uh, but I played it for the first time the other day. Um, so just a quick reminder, it's Elizabeth Hargraves. Um, Wingspan was yep. her first one. Um 
Wait, she co-designed Wingspan, right? Or was she nope. the full designer? She was full designer. Okay, on yeah, this. yeah, yeah. So Wingspan was her first one. This was her second one. This is her uh, second big box game. Second big box game. She had a little fourteen card game called Tussie Mussy. <laughs> and it's about flowers. Okay. Yeah. So follow up. Yeah. Um she really likes animals and plants. Uh, she likes nature. Nature, yeah. Yes. But this game was gorgeous. Like I I really liked it. Um I mean, again, you we did talk about it a little while ago, but the idea is you're, you know, moving your butterflies up. Monarch butterflies. Yeah, you're moving your monarch butterflies up in the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, help me out. They're moving from one place to the other. What's They're that word? They're moving from Mexico. No, 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 no. There's a word for that. Migration. They're migrating. They're migrating. Um, sorry, forgot English for a second there. No, it is no my only problem. language, but... <laughs> Um, so yeah, you're, you're migrating the butterflies from Mexico up to basically Canada. Well, as um, far up as you want to go. Yeah. It's neat because you, you get bonus points if you get your level four butterflies down to the bottom again, but you get more things if you go all the way up and back. So it's kind of like a mix. Um, yeah. Each season has goal cards mm -hmm. and, and you're trying to match those goal cards to get points and, but you can also turn around and try and get as many level four butterflies, butterflies yeah. down back to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, because in nature, monarch butterflies, when they leave Mexico, never return. Yeah, they, it's actually... They never make the journey. Yeah. But their generations of them yeah, make it's, it back. Yeah, it's very interesting, the fact that monarch butterflies actually, like, they must... they Their young are born with these memories of how to go, like, back and forth. It's yeah. very cool. Um you know, they've done memory things. It's like like butterflies turn to goo in the chrysalis. Um, but like if if the caterpillar learns something, it'll recognize that when it becomes the butterfly too. But like they're completely reformed. It's very fascinating. Butterflies are interesting. Deep thoughts. Butterflies are really Stevenson. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they're really cool. Anyway, this game was gorgeous. Uh, I can't wait for the hopefully... Uh, available deluxe parts because the flowers are i mean they're pretty but yep. they are cardboard cutouts the butterflies are nice wooden pieces so yeah. i'm hoping to get so some nice the bgg bits set yeah. that comes in one to five months from now yeah will be well worth it absolutely yeah because i definitely want to get like nice flowers there yeah i this game gave me a really big road del dorado feel mm. where you're just playing cards to move yeah and you need to play those cards to be able to move yeah uh it isn't quite the same game because there's scoring throughout yeah. and, you know, transitioning. Yeah. But, you know, it's a solid game. Uh, I think I did reasonably well my first game, too. I think I got second. Yeah. Like, or did I win that? I don't think I won No, it. Jordan won Jordan because won. he got lots of each round scoring. Yeah. Like this, I enjoy it, but I'm not going to say this is like a top 20 game for me. Mm, fair enough. Th this is yeah. a good game. Yeah. And something I would pull out with, you know, it's, it, it's another lightweight game. Yeah, it's a game I think you could play with a lot of people, but yep. it's still fun for, like, people who have played games a lot. For sure. So. There, there's still some, stra there's more strategy to this than Pioneer game days. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're listening to Board on the Air. I'm David. This is Shay Lynn with me. That is me, and we are on CFCR. Yes. Let's talk about the news. Hey, there are there is news this is week. Is there? There are uh, news. There are news. <laughs> there are news. <laughs> uh, last week was a little thin. Uh, this week, the big one of the big announcements is the 15th anniversary edition of Ticket to Ride Europe. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, anybody who knows Ticket to Ride, there's a 10th anniversary edition of the base game that has a whole bunch of cool trains yep. and it's all decked out. This is along those lines with the trains. But it doesn't look like it has the nice box and well, cards. Well, isn't that what and... people said about the 15th anniversary edition of the regular game, too? Is like the 10th was gorgeous and the 15th was kind of boring? Well, the 15th was a sleeve and translucent trains. Yeah, yeah. so like it, it follows that theme. Yeah, so the, these trains do have the cases that the 10th anniversary cool. did. They're all different colors mm -hmm. and different types of trains. So they are very a lot nicer than yeah. that other 15th anniversary but I don't think it's as deluxe as the 10th anniversary. Yeah. Nothing will beat my pumpkin trains that I have. No. I love no, my those pumpkin are trains. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I talked about Ultimate Railroads a couple of weeks ago when we talked about board game economics because uh, Ryan was trying to sell me his copy at an inflated price. Uh -huh. uh, more information came out. They're going to do all the expansions in it in the base box. So Russian... Railroads, Germany railroads, U.S. railroads, plus a brand new one, Asia railroads, and everything says that it's the only way you're going to be able to get that expansion. Yeah. Man, uh, why don't we just get, like, Canada railroads, guys? Come on. Do we have railroads? We have lots. <laughs> Any of you living in, in Saskatoon who listen to us, you know, you know how bad the railroads are here. And when I say bad, I just mean there's lots of them. <laughs> In this game, we're going to be doing traffic, and you can't cross the railroads <laughs> to get anywhere when they're moving. Yeah. You got to wait 20 minutes to get across Central, guys. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, on the Queen Games US twi Twitter feed, uh -huh. Queen Games is a Germany co German company. Uh -huh. They posted a picture that said Metro City or Metro City Edition had all the different uh, buildings from the city collection that they've sort of previewed for the Steffenfeld city collection. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what this means. Uh, and nobody's really talked about it yet. Mm -hmm. But it came out, I think I saw it yesterday for the first time. And I'm very curious as they're, if they're announcing the third game because they haven't shipped the first two from Kickstarter yet. Which Did you didn't back that one right i you said it was really expensive it, it is very pricey i sh probably should have but i didn't because of the cost yeah uh i it's I, i'll get them when they come out yeah but i didn't need to have the kickstarter edition of these ones in my opinion mm -hmm. uh yeah so i'm curious on this one yeah we're still uh, waiting we're still waiting and uh yeah. Probably, we'll let you know when we find yeah, more information. Next, next week, by next week, I suspect we'll hear more. Yeah. Or people have over overanalyzed it and let me know what that all means. Definitely. Uh, Shem Phillips, my good friend, has <laughs> uh, announced the date for the Kickstarter for the expansion for Paladins of the West Kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's called City of Crowns. It's going to be February 16th. In that Kickstarter, you're going to have access to any of the West Kingdom series. Uh as well as the expansion, the coins, and more importantly, the collector's edition box for Paladins of the West Kingdom. I figured that's what you were looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just got the, the second collector's edition for Raiders of the North Sea. Love it. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to this. As everybody knows, Garpo Games uses a smaller box for their games. 
My Paladin's box. It's with, overflowing. With the insert is about, you know, two centimeter box lift. Yeah. I it's it drives me nuts looking at it, mm-hmm. especially when they're right beside each other on our shelf. Well, yeah, and also when you pull it out, there's always the risk of them going everywhere. Yes, so. it's one of the few games that I actually put an elastic around. Yeah, you put an I elastic put an elastic around, around to hold it together. Okay, that's the news. Let's get into our main topic: two-player games. Two-player games, yes. Okay, so two-player only games. Mm-hmm. There, there's games that I like playing at two-player. Yep. Uh, a lot of rolling rights. Rolling well. rights. Yeah. Uh, I like Maracaibo. I like Feast for Odin at two players. But these are games that are specifically for two players only. Yeah. Uh, the ones we played were Targi. Yep. Uh, Duelist or Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played Seven Wonders Duel. Seven Wonders Duel and Emotep Duel. Emotep Duel, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. didn't... Those, those were the ones we got. I did want to try... I've heard Codenames Duet is really good. Um, and also, what was the other one that we had that we didn't play? Lost Cities. We Lost didn't get Cities to we either. didn't get to. We didn't play uh, Onitama. Tama. Well, I did, but you didn't. Yeah. And we didn't play War Chest, Chest. Yeah. or... I don't know what the other one is. I think I played War Chest once before, and I didn't like it that much, but yeah, I, I mean, could be wrong. What was the other one? Oh, Blitzkrieg oh, was the other one that we gotcha. had to play, yeah. and we didn't play. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of these games. I like playing these games. We don't play a lot of two-player games because... There's four of us in the house. There's four of us in the house, and if I pull out a game, there's a good chance three of us for sure want to play. Yeah, usually you, Mom, and uh, Jordan are available. Yeah. And you, you sometimes pull me in, too. Yeah. So there's... Or a lot of the times. So yeah, we don't play a lot of two-player. I don't think before this week I really played any two-player. No, and that was that was the goal of this week was to play these games so yeah. she could have a... You know, an idea of them and some yeah, thoughts on so I could them. actually talk about them. So of the four that me and you played together, yeah. what was your favorite? Probably Targi. Targi? Yeah, I think Targi was my favorite because it was the one that felt the most like its own game. Okay. Um, You know, things like, so Dulosaur, I had played Dinosaur Island before. Uh, Imhotep, played Imhotep before. Uh, Seven Wonders du- Duel played that one before right like all of them have a bigger version of their game correct me if i'm wrong targi is its own game it right? is it's, it's part of cosmos two-player line they have a, a i'm gonna say about five to ten games that yeah. fit in this series yeah so to me it maybe felt like the most complete game okay and that might be because the other games felt a little bit like you took a you, you know you just smushed the other game smaller so I, I really enjoyed Targi. Um, basically, you have a tableau of cards in front of you. You place your three guys on the outside cards. And then you get these two little markers that go where they crisscross. Yep. And you get the actions where your guys go and where the markers go. Um, the markers will usually end up on resources or tribe cards, which are people that give you bonuses, basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, your goal is just to get, or basically to get victory points during the game, but also get a bunch of victory points at the yeah, end of the game. Yeah, because you're taking the tribe cards from the middle and building yeah. a three by four tableau in front of you. Yeah. Uh, I really like Targi. Targi. Uh, yeah. It's a two-player worker placement game that's done really, really well. It, it's solid. Like, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. I also won, which was yes. great. But um, I uh, do think of the games, it was the most solid and it was the one I enjoyed the most. Yeah. Not to say the other ones were bad. 
Yeah, I, I just I, liked it the best. Yeah, and the other ones are versions of games that we've played in three, four-player versions. Yeah. In, in a smaller two-player spin on it. Yeah. Uh, of the other ones, I thought Dulasaur was probably the weakest. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, it was it was okay. Yeah. But it just ended too quickly mm-hmm. and felt a little shallow. Yeah, I think like if you're gonna play Dinosaur Island, basically play Dinosaur Island. Take the time, set it up, because Dulasaur is just a smaller, squished version of it, and yeah. I think the bigger game is better. Yeah. Uh, Seven Wonders Duel. Fantastic. I think I like it better than Seven Wonders. I would agree. I actually said this when we finished the game that I thought it was better than the big box game. I think it was, it was compressed, but it was compressed in a good way. Like they took all the good stuff and put it in. Yeah. We played it with the expansion Pantheon. Yep. And I just thought it worked so well and it just flowed so well. And I thought I was doing really well. And then I won. There's three different ways to win the game. There's... A science t- science victory, a military victory, yeah. or points at the end of the game. Yeah. I almost had the science victory. I almost had the military victory, and I got destroyed in the points victory. Yep. That's actually was good. I was gonna say that might be the only thing I maybe dislike is the fact that you can spend the whole game getting points, but you can lose it before then because of the other ways to get it. Well, I, th- the... I think it penalizes you for not paying attention to the whole game. That is true. Um, and I mean, it worked out in the end. I did almost lose it for myself because I forgot about the science things right up until... I, I actually noticed before, I noticed those two were out there. Um, but you grabbed one and I was like, man, I probably should have noticed that before because you had all the science stuff. Yeah. Um, luckily, I had a card that let me, you know, take the two and yeah. they were in the right spot. Let me take the two that you needed. Um, and I had all the blue. So it got me a lot of points. Yeah. It, it's, I, I've, a lot of people love this game and we don't play it enough no. because it was wonderful. Yeah. It's uh, great. I love Targi as well, yeah. but this one was so close to being as good as Targi, if not better. Yeah. Uh, and Emotep Duel was the fourth one we played. Yep another good also version solid. of it it uh, actually like reminded me a bit of targi with where you're placing your guys you know yeah i mean obviously the crisscross isn't what matters but you you know you're on a square grid you place your guys out once there's two or more there you empty yeah you're the boat. emptying boats and, yeah and there's same as the base emotep you have four boards that you're scoring points on in various ways yeah and there's two sides to it so there's variability on how you're going to score points each time yeah uh i think i won this one too I did not have a good week of board games. <laughs> you won Dulasaur. Yes, I won, won Dulasaur. You won Dulasaur. I lost those three, and I played two games of Onitama with Jordan, and he crushed me both Of course times. he did, yeah. Well, I beat um, him last time. Oh, what do you okay. mean, of course he did? I mean, it sounds like a game he'd be good at, so... Uh, yeah, Onitama is, ver- Onitama is very chess-like. Yeah, so it sounds like a game he'd be good at. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed Imhotep. Uh, I got lucky because I went for the green point things and they ended up getting me 25 points plus. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I really I, just I got think, lucky there. I think that was the closest scoring one we had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we were I only like I'd, two or three points yeah, apart. Yeah, I beat up on you in Dulasaur. You beat yeah. up on me in Seven Wonders. Yeah. Uh, Targi was... I, I think I beat up on you there too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but Imhotep was close. We were only a couple points apart. Yeah, so this idea of making 
bigger games, two-player games, I don't mind it if yep. they do it right. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be the same game, but I want a similar feel. Yeah, I think I don't. It's like um, I don't know, a spinoff of a movie, right? Yeah. Like it's fun if they do it and make it their own. Not a big fan if all they're doing is taking some of the parts of the game, right? Yeah. Like I want them to make it its own. Uh, and I really enjoy the two-player games that are their own, right? Like Targi was the best just because it was made to be a two-player game. Exactly. And I think that's what made it the strongest. Yeah, and we do have the expansion for Targi, which we have not played yet. Nope, because this is my first time playing it. But yeah, so probably should have did this earlier in the uh, pandemic. Yeah. But some two-player option games for people. Yeah, absolutely. I'm David. And I'm Shay. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good night.